Hey, working moms, thanks for listening to the very first episodes of the Ambitious and Balanced Working Moms podcast. A lot has changed since I recorded these episodes back in February 2021. And while the core principles of these first four episodes are highly valuable and relevant to you as a working mom, and I definitely recommend you listen in, I also want you to know that I have updated the work-life balance process that I teach here on this podcast. And if you'd like to listen to an updated version of the process, head on over to episode 60, where I walk you through the first step to creating work-life balance. And then over the course of several weeks, I teach you the entire five-step process. Okay, that's it for now. Thanks for tuning in and let's get back to the episode. Our brain is so powerful that our thoughts are like a self-fulfilling prophecy. They either move us forward or they hold us back. So you have to be able to really control what's going on up there if you wanna have an ambitious and balanced life. In this episode, we're going to be diving into the third component that creates balance, a controlled mind. Now, there's a lot of different ways that we can talk about mindset. We could use almost any term we want, but at the heart of it, it's about controlling the words that go through your brain. And in this episode, I'm going to be teaching you how your thoughts are connected to your emotions, the most common thoughts that create imbalance, and then exactly what you should be thinking instead. You ready? Let's get to it. Welcome to the Ambitious and Balanced Working Mom Podcast, the place for women who want to balance their ambitious career goals with their life as a mom. If you're looking to feel more confident, decisive, and productive at both work and home, then this is the place for you. I'm your host, Rebecca Olson. Let's get to it. Ambitious and balanced working moms. Hello. I don't know about you, but with vaccines coming out and schools opening up and the ability to hug family members that I literally haven't seen in over a year, there is a lot of thoughts and emotions flying about right now. And it feels like it's the perfect time for this topic because we're going to be covering thoughts and emotions in this episode. This is the third topic in our four-part series, and if you haven't listened to the other two, it's totally okay. You could simply go back and listen to those after this one. So this series I've called the four C's to a balanced life. The four components that I'm teaching have come from working with hundreds of ambitious working moms, helping them to find balance in their life. And in the first episode, we talked about the first C, which is confidence. And in the second, we talked about clarity. And today, we're going to talk about the third C, a controlled mind. Now, you're going to hear me talk about this over and over and over in this podcast, but it's basic psychology that tells us that what we feel stems from what we think. The literal thoughts that go through your head are what create sensations or feelings in your body. So if you want to feel different, you have to think different. That is why your thoughts are so crucial, because remember, balance is a feeling. So there's a direct correlation between what you're thinking and if you are feeling balance or imbalance. Okay, I want to pause for a second. Because I know this seems 
pretty obvious, but I just want to make sure that we are all on the same page by what I mean when I say thoughts. Thoughts are literally the words that go through your head. Your thoughts are not truth. They're not fixed. They're simply words. And since there is a direct correlation between what you feel and the words that go through your head, you're going to want to choose words that are going to help you feel balanced. Now, I'm going to be giving you a, a few examples of some really powerful thoughts that you can practice to create a balanced life. But first, I really want to be sure you see the connection between your thoughts and your feelings. So I'm going to walk you through two very simple examples. Let's say you receive a message from your boss that says, I'm really going to need that report by the end of the day. And you think, oh my gosh, she thinks I'm behind and must think I'm not going to get it done. How might that make you feel? Panicked? Anxious? But that thought isn't the only one you could be thinking. You could think, she seems a bit anxious. I'm going to try to get that done a little bit early so she has some time to look over it. And that thought might make you feel committed and driven to finish the task a little ahead of schedule. Do you see how different these thoughts are? It's the same circumstance. It's the same message. But what you think about it will either send you into a panic or make you feel really committed. Let's talk about another scenario, a scenario that I know all of us have experienced. Let's say your baby has been fussy and crying for the last 60 minutes. You could think, what am I doing wrong? I don't know how to help her. She should have stopped crying by now, which makes you feel guilty and like you're a terrible mom or maybe even anxious because you think there might be something wrong with your baby. Or you could think, this is totally normal. She's just having a really hard time, which makes you feel more empathetic, strong, and capable. Can you see the connection here? It isn't your baby crying that makes you feel anxious and panicked. It's what you're thinking about her crying that makes you feel that way. And you ultimately get to decide what it is you want to think. So the big picture here in what we're talking about is recognizing that you have some control over your thoughts and identifying the thoughts that are creating the feeling of imbalance in your life right now and then starting to shift those thoughts into ones that are creating feelings of balance is the whole point. So we're going to be going from imbalanced thoughts to balanced thoughts. Now, before we start talking about specific thoughts that create imbalance and then specific thoughts that create balance, I really want to offer to you three truths about your thoughts. Your brain likes to be in cruise control, which means Most of the time, it just likes to think the most practiced thought. Literally, it's the thought that you think over and over and over again. I like to think of our practiced thoughts like highways. Just set the cruise control and go. But new thoughts are kind of like off-roading it. The road is bumpy. It takes longer to get to the destination. There might be some unexpected rocks or trees in your path. But if you started to drive that road or think that thought over and over and over again, the dirt road would smooth out, weeds would stop growing, and it would get easier to drive. But in the beginning, it's going to take a little bit of effort. The second truth is that your brain is always going to want to be on your side. It wants to find evidence for anything that you think. 
So if you think, gosh, I can't figure this out, your brain sort of goes, yeah, you're right. This is hard. You might not be able to figure this one out. Maybe you just need a little bit more time. Better not start right now until you get a little bit more information. See, your brain is just kind of on your side. But if you started to think, I got this, I can figure this out, your brain gets on board with it and it's like, you're darn right I can figure this out. I figured out a lot of hard things. This is no different. Let's go. Your brain is always working on your behalf. It never offers thoughts it doesn't think are helpful to you. Lastly, you have to remember that your thoughts are not truth. There's a hundred different ways you can think about something. It's about choosing the thoughts out of the hundred that are actually helpful to you that are going to help you to feel balanced. In a lot of ways, what we're talking about is just simply perspective. There's a hundred different perspectives that you could have of the same experience. That's why a first-time mom and a second-time mom would experience their crying baby completely differently. The first-time mom would panic, and the second-time mom would likely be much more calm. They have completely different perspectives of the situation. And ultimately, you get to choose which perspective or which thoughts you want. Okay, let's talk about some of the most common thoughts that create a feeling of imbalance. If you can pinpoint which thoughts are kind of living on cruise control in your brain, you can go to work to change them. So I'm going to give you the two most common thoughts that I hear from ambitious working moms that create imbalance. The first is, I should be doing more. If you're thinking this thought, then likely nothing you do feels like enough. In fact, you likely question enough a lot. You're not putting in enough time at work. You should be doing more. You're not spending enough time with your family. You should be doing more. You're not getting enough done. You see where I'm going with this? It's this constant feeling of being behind and feeling like you're failing because of it. And feeling like a failure will always cause imbalance. The second thought is, I'm doing it wrong. This is kind of a perfectionist way of thinking. You're always trying to get it right, or in fact, you spend a lot of time fearing getting it wrong. This shows up all over the place. As a mom, when you're thinking, I'm doing it wrong, you're second-guessing everything. Women stuck in this thought research the heck out of things. They ask lots of people their opinions, and they search social media for the right answers. At work, this thought probably looks like a lack of self-confidence, taking a really long time to get things done to ensure you don't miss anything and you get it just right. And when you're not really trusting yourself and you're second-guessing yourself, you're going to feel a lot of imbalance. Remember, these are just your cruise control thoughts and your brain offers them to you not because they're true, but because they're a habit. Okay? So let's shift into talking about a few go-to thoughts that are going to create balance. The first one is one of my go-tos. I say it to myself all the time. I'm exactly where I should be. Such a powerful thought. This thought kind of ends all second-guessing. Because if you're always exactly where you should be, there isn't ever a feeling like you should be somewhere else. You're always present. You don't question yourself or your career, and women that say this to themselves feel a lot of purpose. And most women that feel a sense of purpose also feel a sense of balance. The second thought I want to offer to you is, I can figure this out. 
Inherent in this thought is the belief that the answer is within you. No matter what may come your way, you can figure it out. You can handle it. Women that tend to believe this about themselves and say it to themselves often feel a lot of confidence. They don't tend to think much about failing and they trust themselves to problem solve. Okay, so our goal here is to go from imbalanced to balanced thoughts. Now, let me give you a couple of ways that you can go about doing that. When I work with my clients on creating balanced thoughts, I often have them take a thought and start arguing why it's true. So for example, take the thought, I'm exactly where I should be, and just start listing out all of the reasons why that's actually true. Why you're just where you should be in your career in your life as a mom, in the city that you live in, in your house, in your marriage, find all of the evidence that you are right where you should be and how you know that to be true. And then start practicing that thought. Say it to yourself over and over. Write it down over and over. Use it as a password on your computer so you have to type it out over and over again. Start making that the dominant thought. So to wrap up here, our thoughts are not truth. You get to decide what it is you want to think. And because our feelings stem from our thoughts, when it comes to feeling balanced, you have to start thinking thoughts that are actually going to generate those feelings and then practice them enough so they get on cruise control. Next week, we're going to be diving into the fourth and final component that creates balance, commitment. See you then. I hope you enjoyed this episode today. If you're looking for more support, be sure to check out the Work-Life Balance Formula, a free training to help you feel more confident in your career and fully present with your family. You can find that at www.rebeccaolsoncoaching.net forward slash balance formula. And if you haven't already, please leave a rating and review giving me your honest feedback. I'd love to hear what specifically you liked and if there are any topics you want me to cover in the future. Writing a review will take you less than two minutes and is one of the most helpful ways to spread this resource to other working moms. I thank you in advance, and let's get to it, moms. Moms.